The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. And we're going to be talking about Rutherford County this morning. So if you would, let's focus on the county. Our county mayor is with us this morning. Top of the morning to you. Good morning, Bart. I'm do- I'm uh, multitasking, as you can see. Uh, that is remarkable. It is, especially for a person of my age and ability. <laughs> oh, don't say that, please. Why, but why, Bart? Is there something about that particular statement that you find uh, disconcerting? I'm older than you are. <laughs> you brought a friend with you. God bless you, Bart. You're a good man. You really are a, a county treasure, truly. You did bring a friend with you today. I did. I brought um, the Rutherford County Public Information Officer, Lisa Kay, with me this morning. So she's joining us, and she has a lot of radio and TV experience. She comes to Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, by way of Arizona. She's been with the county now uh, since the end of August, and uh, she is in, she's doing an absolutely remarkable job, and uh, I'm glad she has d- decided to join us this morning. Lisa Kay, say hello to everybody. Good morning, Bart. Good morning to the listeners. Good to is, have you. is that not a great voice? Is, is that not just a great voice? Phenomenal talent there. Uh, welcome to Murfreesboro. How long have you been here? I have been here for almost five months. Okay, so you're a native now. (laughs) (laughs) And you came from Arizona? I did. I came from Tucson, Arizona. Oh, man. I know. I've been cold. Big difference in weather. Yes, I've been cold ever since I got here. (laughs) It's warm in Tucson all the time, isn't it? It's very nice. So, uh, welcome to Tennessee. She couldn't resist the opportunity, though, Bart, just like everybody else, which is part of the challenge that we as Rutherford Countyans have. Even though the weather is very nice in Tucson, people are wanting to come here. It's interesting that uh, you you bring this up because we continue to have an influx of people. The Mm. population continues Mm. to grow. Uh, I don't think there's anything you can do to stop it. People are wanting to improve themselves. And this is an improvement over a lot of places. And, And we shouldn't want to stop it. What we should want to do is manage it so that the culture and the heritage and the values and the principles that attract people here isn't eroded because of their coming here. And, you know, heretofore, I think Rutherford County's done a pretty good job with the four municipalities in ensuring that. Um, but it's created some significant challenges because Tennessee generally and Rutherford County very specifically, and we've talked about this, is a destination point for people who share our values and our culture and ideas that live in California, that are being disenfranchised, that live in uh, New York, that live in Illinois, that live in New Jersey, that live in Oregon. You know, they're being disenfranchised because they have a set of values and principles that are different than that particular culture. And they're going, where can I go to find good jobs, a healthy climate, uh, good education, low taxes, and where they're good neighbors, right? Absolutely. And that's what this community is. It's, it's a good neighbor community. 
And by the way, I want to mention this. If you have any questions for our county mayor, Joe Carr, you can call us or text us, whichever you prefer, 615-893-1450. Call or text. We do either one of those on that number, 615-893-1450. And since you were last on, we have had some folks with us uh, from the Middle Point Landfill. And one of the things that they said just uh, yesterday uh, was that the landfill is going to last longer than what you had indicated. It might be four and a half years, maybe a little longer than that. It all is based, they were saying, on how much goes into the landfill. They had some numbers I had not heard before, and that is that uh, the majority of the solid waste that goes into the landfill is Davidson County, and uh, we are number two. Well, that is very consistent with what I have said all along and what TDEC reports. 70%, and this is a very important statistic because this is the one area where Republic will not retreat, okay? 70% of the solid waste that goes into the Middle Point landfill originates from outside of Rutherford County. There are approximately, on any given day, are 30 to 34 counties that bring their solid waste here. The vast majority of it, uh, over 50%, is from Davidson County. Of course, Rutherford County is number two, Bart, because uh, all of the solid waste within Rutherford County goes there, pretty much, and we are the second largest county in Middle Tennessee. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've spoken about this this time next year, we will be the fourth largest county in the state. So, yeah, of course we're number two, but the point Republic will never retreat from, and we've tried to negotiate with them, and they will not negotiate this point. Will you allow for Middle Point Landfill to transition to a Rutherford County-only landfill? The answer is no. We want to take Davidson County trash in. And the reason they do is because that's where their profit is. We need to listen to that uh, podcast from yesterday. It sounded like he was uh, going in that direction. What direction? Of, of making it Rutherford County. Well, I can tell you all the private conversations and negotiations I've had with senior officials at Republic is that's a non-negotiating point. They, they, now, they will tell you we'll, we'll, we'll retreat from 70% down to 65% or 60%, but we, the, the, the consistent uh, formula for them, they say, to do business in Rutherford County is to have a significant amount of trash coming out of Davidson County into Rutherford County. Now, they were talking also about uh, the remaining lifespan of the landfill, and they were wanting to move it just a little bit, not you know where it would be contiguous, but uh, have it where it wouldn't quite be so tall and just sort of move it uh, on over, I, I'm guessing from what he was describing, over toward where the county Well, first is. of all, they're not going to, they're not going to shave off the top of it. They're not going to disturb what's there already. So if they're telling you they're not going to make it quite so tall, that's 
what, aren't taller. Okay, thank you. That's because that would be in violation of TDAC regs. So you got to be careful what these guys say. You got to listen carefully to their words because if what they're what the, what he's positioning is is he wants the valley that Rutherford County owns between our landfill, the old landfill, and the Middle Point landfill. That valley, that V is what they want because if they can get that V from Rutherford County, it extends the life of the Republic landfill by 30 to 50 years. And that means 30 to 50 years more of Davidson County trash coming into Rutherford County. Rutherford Countyans overwhelmingly have said, do not do that, Mayor. And quite honestly, I will not ever seed that valley to republic so they can extend the life of that landfill so they can bring davidson county trash here for the next 30 to 50 years it's not going to happen there was an opportunity for them back late last year to negotiate with the county with regard to a rutherford county only landfill but their their financial model they said would not allow it i said that's fine i find it also interesting that I think you said that they have now said that the lifespan is now four and a half years of the landfill. Is that what you were sharing with me earlier, Brian? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting because it was just uh, a month and a half ago they were saying it was six years. What do you think that these, why, why are the figures changing? You'll have to ask them, but I know that I have consulted with three experts who have, uh, based on the information and the data they've collected, and they all say, uh, and you know, Mac Nolan's one of them. Mac Nolan knows that landfill area better than anybody. Pl- uh, Bishop Wagner, our solid waste director, and another consultant. Um, uh, they have all said the life of that landfill, based on the the rate that everything's going in there, and their observations is two to three years max. So whether it's two years, three years, or four and a half years, like Republic says, the landfill is closing, which necessitates action on the part of Rutherford County, which that's exactly what we are doing. I'm fulfilling a promise that I made over the summer that we're going to solve this problem, and indeed we are. If they negotiated and said they would make it Rutherford County only, what would your response be to that? I don't think, first of all, that is, uh, that's a hypothetical that I'm not going to comment at that point on this point because I have consistently asked uh, the president of Republic for the Southeastern Division that question, and he has said that's not a scenario we will entertain. So I'm not even going to answer it because it's, according to them, it's off the table. And right now, Bart, because that was off the table, we've had to move. We've had to make decisions to avert a crisis. And the crisis, as you remember, I told you, was trash in the streets. And so what I'm fearful of is that they all of a sudden jump up and say, yes, we will have a Rutherford County-only landfill. And so we begin, and so we suspend our operation to move toward solid waste independence with a transfer station while negotiating with them. And then negotiations break down, and now all of a sudden we're in a crisis. I'm not going to allow Rutherford County to be put in a crisis. So we're moving forward with the transfer station. We're having very, very good conversations with the city of Murfreesboro about partnering with their waste away and their waste away solution. And we hope to bring Smyrna, Laverne, and Eagleville on board. So this is a countywide solution with all interested parties and stakeholders at the table. Uh, but to some extent, the ship has sailed with Republic, and it's because they insisted that there was no solution available for a Rutherford County-only landfill at Middle Point. 
I understand that the Solid Waste Committee, the Regional Solid Waste Committee, met this week. Uh, tell us some of the goals of that group, and uh, we're the only one that uh, is using the landfill, although it's made up of, of contiguous counties around this area. Well, I think Cannon County, Warren, Warren, County. Warren County, Coffee County, and Rutherford County. That's correct. So Rutherford County, Warren, and Coffee. And I will be honest. That's a that's a completely separate group. And um, the Rutherford County has a uh, a member on that group. Um, but I do not, as county mayor, participate in that group because that is a separate entity. And um, I so I can't speak to what went on at that meeting. And uh, you'll have to ask one of the board members uh, about what went on at that meeting because I can't speak to that. Okay. Tell us a little more about uh, your waste away that you're working with the city of Murfreesboro on. Uh, you're feeling pretty comfortable with that. Uh, the answer to that is, is what we have, what, what we're talking to, Murfreesboro is proceeding with uh, engineering and designing of a waste away facility in, in conjunction with a transfer station. Right now, our conversations are about joint operation of a transfer station that would then feed the waste away facility. Uh, we would let we're letting Murfreesboro take the lead on that, and we are watching very, very carefully uh, some of the some of the testing results that are yet to come out. But we are in, co in constant conversation with Murfreesboro about that. But we're letting, letting them take the lead on the waste away solution. I, I would say that with regard to waste away, Darren Gore and Mayor McFarland would be. Uh, better able to answer the specifics on on that technology than us we're just we like the idea of rutherford county and the four municipalities partnering together to solve this problem as a county-wide problem all righty well, our phone number is 615-893-1450 uh, we have several questions here uh, this person says if i have already been to court and have a judgment uh, how do i go about collecting uh, something uh, that a firm would help me with. Well, let's say I'm not sure that fits. I would say call your attorney. Yes, if you've been to attorney. court, call your attorney and find out why you can't collect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, another question. <laughs> why, do, uh, why don't we stop taking other people's trash and just take Rutherford County? Because we don't control the landfill. Rutherford County entered into a binding contractual agreement. It's called the Host Benefit Agreement with Republic, signed by Mayor Nancy Allen in 1995, that gave Republic um, Services exclusive and complete control and autonomy about what goes into Middle Point Landfill, where it comes from, and how much is deposited there. Rutherford County absolutely, unequivocally, has no oversight whatsoever, which is the point. We don't have any authority over that property because it's privately held, that's a private landfill, and we contract with them just like uh, other counties contract with them. And that's the problem because 70% of the sold waste that goes in that landfill comes from outside the county. That's wrong. Here's a person who lives in the Walter Hill area. They say they are very concerned about the fact that uh, negotiations continue to be underway uh, to allow a, a local entrepreneur to move the land in which he's getting topsoil to go on top of the landfill. Uh, it's a local business who sells to the, to the folks at uh, 
That's but, correct. That's correct. So is that going to continue? Uh, well, they're under contract to do so, do so and it's, uh, it's, it's a lawful business. They are required under, under the law and under agreement to reclaim that land once they've stripped off the topsoil, and um, that's by contractual agreement. And uh, Rutherford County, uh, to the extent that we can, will ensure that that is reclaimed according to the agreement they have uh, in that regard. And this person who lives out in that area, they're concerned, they say, that uh, the person is wanting to take another piece of farmland and start taking the topsoil from that. Uh, and they're concerned that it's right behind them. I, I'm unaware of that, but if that is the case, I would be very interested to know um, what parcel, a piece of property that is. Okay, so uh, they need to get in touch with you. I would encourage this individual who sent us that message to contact uh, my office. Okay, first you've heard of it. It then. is, but that's okay. This this is this is why, and this is an excellent example of why this station performs such a necessary function to our community, Bart. I mean, I did not know this. This person obviously has access to information that I'm unaware of that I need to know. I hope this individual contacts my office so we can do the necessary research and due diligence to ascertain what the facts are in this regard. We will do that. Sounds like they're next to it, sounds next like to the it. property. It sounds like <laughs> it. They might know. <laughs> Certainly, I can see why they might be concerned exactly. also. Uh, so this land that has been, uh, the soil has been removed from, they have to reclaim that? They're, they're required to reclaim it. They have stripped it down to bedrock in some cases uh, our estimates are they have dug it as much as 20 and 30 feet deep, and it's it's a moonscape over there. Nothing can grow. It's it's pretty bad. People don't see that because of all the trees. It, well, and they have done a good job of planting bamboo there to hide it. Um, and so, yeah, so usually when people want to hide something, it's for a good reason. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We will continue the conversation. And if you have uh, something that's concerning you, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Broadcasting to every nook and cranny of Rutherford County's 618 square miles. FM 100.5, 101.9, and AM 1450. What do you like most about Adams Place? Another good thing about Adams Place is if my health gets worse and I need more care, they have the facility here for me to just to transfer up there. We're talking with Betty Atterbury. You know, as I need more care, I can go to another place right here, Adams Place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders, like our pastas and many other items, that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. 
We have a larger selection than any of the other big box stores. Much better prices. Uh, selection is wonderful from keyboards, drums, guitars. Ukuleles are big this year. We also have lighting. This is Dan Mitchell from Music World and Drummer's Den. You come down and look around. We have what you need. The Music World and Drummer's Den is located at 2762 South Church Street, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. A wind advisory is in effect for the forecast area. We'll see a few scattered snow showers here this afternoon with cloudy skies and temperatures steady early, then slowly falling throughout the day. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 53. Good morning. They were in the process of moving the damaged vehicles a few minutes ago on 440 westbound just before you get up to Nolensville Pike. That's had traffic a little bit slow there coming off I-24 on to 440 westbound. Again, as they clear up this wreck just before Nolensville Pike, still a lot of traffic coming in through Mount Juliet right now on 40 westbound into Hermitage. Watch for some radar I-40 out through parts of Dixon County this morning. Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee. Edibles, flowers, concentrates you can order online by locking on to snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Broadcasting from the tallest tower in the city with that little red light on top. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, and AM 1450. Welcome back and happy birthday to Jeremy Stansberry. Jeremy is the winner of the banana pudding this morning from the Slick Pig Barbecue. Happy birthday, Jeremy. Brittany Harris is our good neighbor of the day today. Brittany, a few months back, uh, cares for all of her neighbors whenever somebody needs help. Brittany is right there helping in any way she can. And one of her neighbors said, we want to make her the good neighbor of the day. So Brittany is receiving flowers from Ryan's Flowers Coffee and Gifts as our good neighbor of the day. The Rutherford County Mayor Joe Carr is with us, along with Public Information Officer Lisa Kay. And if you have a question dealing with Rutherford County, and we underline that it needs to deal with Rutherford County, give us a shout. You can talk or text, whichever you prefer, at 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We're in a brand new year. Do you foresee any challenges this year that we didn't have earlier that that you're seeing on the horizon other than the landfill? The biggest the biggest challenge uh, that we have is going to be uh, trying to balance our budget um, without a tax increase, the property tax increase. Uh, um, the previous mayor left us with a budget deficit of, I think, $23, 21000000 million dollars. So we got to make that up, and we've got to maintain our AAA bond rating. We've got to uh, fund our schools, um, and we have um, we need an elementary school in the west side out toward Blackman. The Rutherford County School Board and the director, uh, Dr. Uh, Sullivan, want to upgrade Oakland, Riverdale, and Smyrna, and that, those three projects right there are going to come at a significant price. 
And so we need to do those things along with uh, the goals that my office has uh, regarding recovery center, the forensic medical uh, regional forensic center, uh, and of course, um, you know, finding the funding to do those things without raising property taxes. I just think there's got to be a better way to take care of the needs of the community without constantly raising property taxes. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. How are you? Uh, actually, could you uh, look into why over on Haley Road, every time you go in there, they say the cardboard compactor's down. Uh, I've been trying to go in there for like a month, and every time you go in there, the lady said the cardboard compactor's down. The county's not fixing it. Could you look into it? I most certainly can. As a matter of fact, if you also want to follow up, sir, and call Bishop Wagner, um, he is the solid waste director. He can give you a more direct answer. Um, but because he, he is the director, solid waste director for Rutherford County, and he reports directly to the mayor's office, I will be glad to inquire about that. But you are free to look him up and give him give him a call. He, I'm sure he will take you call your call and give you uh, a, a, an accurate answer. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank yes, sir. I'm glad he had that question because I'm curious now. How are the renovations going? at the different uh, locations throughout the county they're, they're going well um they're they're uh, on time and um and so they will be some of them will be con- starting to be completed uh this spring okay and i know over at the liana facility uh that one looks like it's going along pretty well yep. they've, they've cleared the land totally out yeah built a few new buildings mm-hmm. it looks like temporary mm-hmm. buildings uh what will be at these locations it, it these are primarily um uh, convenience center locations for solid waste and recycling materials. So I had heard earlier that there might be volunteer fire department stations there. No, uh, the, the, those are the public safety buildings. Now, there could be volunteer fire departments there, but again, you got to remember our volunteer fire departments act as independently from Rutherford County. They're 501c3s, and so they're, they're, they're literally their own entity. And so... Uh, and Rutherford County does fund them, but that we fund them as a 501c3. And so um, they're a separate entity from Rutherford County government. Okay, and then we have the Rutherford County Fire and Rescue Department. Correct. So that's totally that, separate. That's separate, and that's where we're building our public safety buildings. Okay, so the buildings that were talked about earlier that would have uh, some storm shelters, things of that Those sort. Those are the public safety buildings. Okay, and that's different from the... Uh, the places where you take uh, landfill completely different okay okay uh, so where will those be where will what be no <laughs> the ones that have you can, you're, we're all over the map here <laughs> the, the ones, public the public safety buildings the public safety for buildings. fire ems and for health and uh, and storm shelter it, we're, ha- we're the first two are being built in rockvale and in kitchell they'll be completed this spring the next two to come online will be walter hill and las casas and then we have christiana and del webb or out highway 96 just past veterans okay okay uh, so there's a little update there. Uh, you you mentioned the schools. Uh, the county is in really desperate need for more schools, uh, and it's hard to sort of say which one is needed. Well, what we well, I think what the county commission is wanting to hear, and what the office of the mayor is wanting to hear out of the board of education is what is their priority with regard to the very large spending that they're going to. Um, they're going to ask for in the form of a bond and you know um and so if their if their priority is to relieve overcrowding 
the county commission is going to be sympathetic. But if it's anything other than relieve the overcrowding and the growth demands or the, the needs of responding to the growth, it's going to be a tougher sell. And I think the Board of Education needs to come to the County Commission with the understanding that that's a priority. If we understand that as a priority and they can demonstrate that priority, it's something that we're going to have to manage. We have a question here. <clears throat> the person is concerned about the lack of uh, people attending the historical facility there at the courthouse, the museum. Uh, and they're concerned that uh, maybe it's not enough people to keep it active. Well, I could, I would disagree with that assessment and okay, that observation. I'm glad to hear that. I, I, I think, uh, and I want to applaud my uh, Mayor Ketchin for doing that because we have, I mean, that's where my office is. That's where the trustee, Tub Beatty's office is, and people in, are in there all the time. There is a regular and steady flow of traffic. Some days, obviously, are better than others, especially at this time of year with inclement weather, seemingly every other day. Right. Uh, but no, it's it's a wonderful facility. And one of the goals that I have in my four years is to find a larger and uh, more permanent space for uh, demonstrating the culture and the history of Rutherford County. That's, that's at, toward the top of my to-do list. And indeed, I've got some ideas on that. Uh, I'm just not ready to share them. Okay, but uh, that's something uh, that is something that's high on my priority list because the 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 ground floor half of the uh, courthouse ground floor is not enough space to demonstrate the cultural and historical heritage and richness riches of our community, and I want to make sure we do that. The courthouse, though, is a phenomenal place. It is. It really I is. mean, so I got I got to share this. So I have re I'm traveling all the state. Uh, visiting with a number of county mayors from West Tennessee to East Tennessee and on an initiative I'm trying to uh, bring parity to the law with regard to how the Tennessee General Assembly has allowed cities and counties to fund for growth. Uh, and so, and so and in traveling across the state, I can tell you to the county courthouses that I visited, the county mayors that I visited, we have without a doubt, it's not even a close second, the best courthouse in the state. I mean, there's there's not even a close second. And and I'm I'm really glad that I've gotten to do that because it just illustrates just the beauty and the the majestic nature of this of this courthouse, the rich history and Rutherford County has to be very, very proud of that courthouse and the condition it's in. I, I'm honored to occupy a small part of it in, on the, as the office of the mayor. You know, you could, you could double the size of that historical presentation by opening up the lower level of the courthouse. Yes, we could. And I've got some, like I said, I'm not ready to announce my plans yet, Bart. But I'm glad I, you're thinking I, I, in that direction. No, we are. As a matter of fact, um, the Historical Society our historian, they all serve a vital role in preserving um, our history and making sure that history is available to this next generation. Because as, as I try to put forth a vision of who we are, you first have to understand where you are, but even more importantly, you have to understand where you come from and you have to embrace all of your history and you have to share the good and the bad. You learn from your mistakes and you, uh, you leverage uh, the things that you've done well to do again. And there's so much about Rutherford County that is uh, so po splendidly positive and worth sharing. Uh, 
it demonstrates again why people are coming here. I mean, this is another reason why people are coming here. The judicial building across the old judicial building mm-hmm. across the street has been totally renovated. That has opened up a little space, not a whole lot, uh, that was in the old courthouse. That's correct. And uh, I think one of the top floors in the old courthouse uh, is their work about to begin, or has it already begun on one of those uh, those offices? One or two, whatever is on the so, very top floor. So uh, there, there is a third floor office there that before I before I got there that Mayor Ketchin designated to expand history. Uh, I uh, I stopped that, and the reason I stopped that is because it's too far removed from the other displays, and it didn't make sense. And people aren't going to travel up two flights of stairs, steep stairs, to go to just a single room. And that was honestly the genesis of the idea that we need more space, we need wide open spaces, and we need the availability for uh, different schools to come in and take tours and have lectures. And we need we need something more appropriate to demonstrate and illustrate the richness of our heritage. And so I'm working on that. Have you ever been in the basement area? I have not. I, I have, have not, not either. I have I not. Am. You know what? It's interesting you say that because I, I got asked that the question the other day. I've been just a little busy um, for the first four or five months, but I will put when things calm down a little bit. Maybe in year two or three, I can get down there. Let me know when you do because I'd like to go with we'll you go and together. take a camera. We'll do it. I mean, Let's it's do it. like a treasure. We, I, we will, I make a promise you and I'll go down there together. Sounds like a winner. Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. 615-893-1450. If you have a question, give us a shout, 615-893-1450. This person uh, says they are concerned, like you are, uh, with the possible need to increase taxes. Uh, That's a word that they don't like to hear, uh, but they realize it does have to happen once in a while. Uh, If that happens, uh, will that happen this coming year? So I want to share, I I don't know yet, Uh, it's a little early. Here's what I want people to understand, what the purpose of property taxes is. Sometimes we forget what the purpose is. The purpose of property taxes is to maintain and upgrade the existing service to those citizens currently receiving those services. What it's not designed for is to pay for the expansion of of those services to new developments that heretofore haven't paid for those services. And those the expansion of those services should pay, be paid for by those requiring those services, not the existing property tax base. Let me give you an example. We have a high growth area out in the Blackman community. We have a lot of development out there. We have low growth area out in Kittrell. So we have an elderly couple with a farm in the Kittrell community that is having to subsidize the growth out in the Blackman community because we have little alternative other than to raise property taxes to pay for the expansion of those services to Blackman. And this elderly couple in Kittrell will receive absolutely no benefit for the expansion of those services on the other side of the county for which they are paying for. That is patently wrong. And that's why I am absolutely determined to pass the 2023 Property Taxpayer Protection Act. And that's why I'm going to the General Assembly when I leave here. As a matter of fact, I gotta leave just a little bit early. 
but that's why I'm going up there is because the cities and the counties are treated very unfairly, unequally as to how they're paid for that growth. The cities have a, a number of different tools available to them to pay for the expansion of services. The counties are limited to a facilities tax, which is only designated to schools, and we the only other way we have to pay for services like fire, EMS, roads, uh, solid waste disposal is to raise property taxes. That's wrong. Now, there are, we're in a unique situation, uh, but really not the only one with this particular problem. Uh, I think the Tri-Cities uh, up uh, around uh, the area where uh, the liquor distilleries are, mm-hmm. uh, that's a uh, metro area, mm-hmm. uh, and and there's no large municipal area there. It's the communities that are involved there, uh, and so they're probably feeling the pain as much or maybe more than we are. Well, first of all, nobody is feeling the pain like we are. There's not another county that has the challenges that we have. There are some caller counties like Murray, Wilson, Sumner, around the metro area, around Davidson County, Cheatham, Robertson, Montgomery. The caller counties are suffering the most because of the growth, because the lion's share of the growth in Tennessee is coming to Middle Tennessee. The lion, the large part of the growth coming to Middle Tennessee is coming to Rutherford County. The counties, all of them, do not have the same set of tools to fund that growth the cities have. All I'm saying is this. If the Tennessee General Assembly and their infinite wisdom, and Jimmy Nafee did this, and this was one of his little backroom deals that I despise, he chose winners and losers. He picked the cities as the winners and the counties as the losers. If we're all trying to find solutions to fund this new growth, why did the General Assembly target the county saying, you don't get the same set of tools to fund the growth that the cities have? That's all we're saying. Give us the same set of tools. What kind of response have you had from the people in the General Assembly? Uh, A very warm response to this. They understand the uh, inequality of this issue. They understand that it's about parity. It's about, you know, there's no logical reason why we would uh, pick winners and losers when the General Assembly, uh, when the state of Tennessee has no interest here. There's literally no interest. I've gotten a very favorable response from the governor's office. Uh, he's uh, talked to senior advisors up there. I've gotten very favorable response out of both the House and the Senate. I'm excited about the opportunity that we get to finally have the same set of tools that the cities have in dealing and financing for growth, and other than raising property taxes. We shouldn't bury the burden of new growth on those areas of the county that are not growing. It's not right. So if this is approved, it would be approved in this General Assembly, which would end in the next couple of months, and then go into effect this summer? God willing. Okay, we'll find out. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you won't be with us. You'll disappear. But you will be in the more than capable hands of Lisa Kay. As a matter of fact, Bart, this will be an upgrade for your listeners. Thank you for allowing me to come in. Well, good luck on that meeting today. Keep us informed on what's happening. I will. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to touring the lower level of the courthouse. We're going to make it happen. You have a blessed day. Talk to you later. Thank you to the listeners. We'll be right back. Stay with us. That was our County Mayor, Joe Carr. Lisa Kay is the voice you'll be hearing next. 
I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. My grandmother and Ms. Adams were best friends. I mean, she said, maybe you need to come to Adams' place. You'd love it. We're talking with Betty Kirksey. They go above and beyond of what their job is. I wish Miss Adams was still living so I could tell her, you were right, it is where I should be, and it's very nice. <laughs> I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We are back, the final segment of our broadcast. Lisa Kay is with us, the public information officer for Rutherford County. And we have uh, quite a few more questions from listeners. Uh, Here's one that is an interesting one, and and I've noticed several uh, groups have started doing this. The people are asking, does the county lease its patrol cars for the sheriff's office? Uh, do you know whether we do lease them or not? Bart, I don't know if the county, if the sheriff leases patrol cars. That would be a question actually for the sheriff's department. And I would be more than happy to relay that question to them since I speak with the sheriff and his public information officer often. Okay, uh, let us know about that, and we can we'll pass do. that answer on out to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question, and this is uh, in keeping with what the county mayor was talking about just a little while ago, about the need for another school, and the person saying, doesn't the county get some money from the lottery to help build schools? I know they get some money for, uh, for different uh, scholarships, but... Do we get money to build schools? I haven't, I'm not sure I've heard that. That would be a question for our finance director. As you can see, as public information officer, I have to know where to go. (laughs) But that would be a question for Michael. So I can go ahead and put that one on the list as well. Okay, just let us know what that is, and uh, we will pass the answer down uh, to to the listeners. Uh, This question is dealing with the solid waste and they're saying that uh, the, the the folks at the middle point landfill have done a good job it doesn't smell quite as bad but the road in front jefferson pike is still as muddy as ever and they're concerned with that because they drive through that every day is there nothing that can be done to get some of that uh, cleaned off I can reach out to Bishop Wagner, our solid waste director, and, and see what can be done at that area. Okay. Uh, one other thing, too, since there's conversation about uh, the city and the county working together mm-hmm. uh, in this 
issue with the uh, landfill. Will there be a time that Rutherford County will offer garbage pickup? I can't speak to that. That that would. Okay. I don't know if that's something that okay. they they wanted to deal and, with. And, and to be fair to Lisa, uh, <laughs> she is a public information officer, and that person gets the material from different departments, puts it together in a press release, and sends it out to the media. Correct. Uh, you're not the one making the news. No. You're putting it together in a press release and sending it out. Right, and I'm also handling the social media accounts for the county, so it, it's right. I'm not the decision maker. That is totally different from what we used to have. You say social media accounts. Uh, there's so many ways to communicate with the public. Right. And uh, it, it seems like it changes almost every day. It. I would agree with that, especially being a reporter for 10 years and being in radio. It has changed. A lot of people get their news a lot only from social media. So think things have changed drastically. That's a scary place to get news. I, I don't want to be I agree with you. I totally agree. I think <laughs> they should stay tuned to WGNS. <laughs> well, the, the whole thing is with broadcasting, and people are always slamming the media, mm-hmm. and, and it, it deserves it sometimes. But the thing is with, with public media, with uh, things that are governed by the Federal Communications Commission, mm-hmm. they have that bite that gets your attention. They can take your license away. They can fine you huge amounts of money. Uh, on social media, nobody gets fined no matter what they say. Right. It could be true or false. So you have some some folks who are, uh, I guess, really uh, more concerned about putting the right side, right information out, and to present all sides of a story. Uh, which you being in the media at one time, you know the importance of presenting all sides. Full disclosure of information, it's very important. And let uh, let the public decide. Give them the information and let them decide. Right. My job was just to report. It wasn't to give you my opinion. So how does Rutherford, is, is Rutherford County doing a good job of that, uh, of giving both sides of issues do you think or do you think we have room for improvement I think there's always room for improvement however I do know with the team that works for the county so so many people are committed to community service and so they want people to get the right information at the right time so they can make the right decisions for their family so that I think we're doing a really good job at that that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, it must be working because people continue to look to Rutherford County for an opportunity to live here or right. to, a place invest, to call home. Mm-hmm. invest their business. Uh, corporations are coming here. Uh, new businesses are coming here. And they wouldn't be coming to a place that uh, didn't have opportunity. Totally agree with you. Now, when you, where were you, you you were in Phoenix before this, or have you been some other places? No, I came straight to Tennessee from Arizona, so that's why I had said I've I've been cold ever since I got here, (laughs) but I'm originally from Illinois, so I was, I did news traffic and weather in Chicago, and then I was a news anchor and public affairs broadcaster 
for Newhoff Media in Decatur, Illinois. So this is more like Illinois weather. Right, <laughs> which I really, really am not used to anymore. <laughs> it's amazing how quickly we can forget things. Very quickly, yes. <laughs> so, but you're closer to home. Uh, I am. And I am. I'm closer to home and family, so that's always a good thing. Oh yeah, you. If in Arizona, you were about the other end of the world. <laughs> right, and they let me know it. <laughs> So, well, it's good to have you in the heart of Tennessee. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's good to, to know that you're going to be keeping us informed and giving us information that uh, the public needs to have. Any final thoughts you have? Bart, we just appreciate the ability to come on and talk and to your listeners. And we are just so proud of what WGNS is doing for the community. Well, it's great to have you with us today, Lisa. And uh, best of luck. Thank you. And uh, hopefully the weather will change. (laughs) I hope so. Thank you. Groundhog's Day is February the 2nd, I believe. And so we'll have some uh, noticeable improvements, I'm sure. Uh, If the groundhog, what is it? If he sees his shadow. If he sees his shadow, yeah. And that means what if he sees his shadow? I think six more weeks of winter, or is he it? He gets scared and runs in his <laughs> hole, doesn't he? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we will find out. Lisa Kay, our guest this morning, along with our county mayor, Joe Carr. Hey, have a great day.